0: This episode of the Series A podcast is brought to you by the Blockchain Founders Fund. The Blockchain Founders Fund is a global entrepreneurship and investment fund that focuses on adding value to emerging technology and blockchain projects with real-world applications. The Blockchain Founders Fund supports seasoned and first-time entrepreneurs across the key business function with a hands-on intensive go-to-market venture program. Our second sponsor is SGI Partners based in New York City. SGI Partners is a private investment firm that pursues compelling investment opportunities in middle market businesses. SGI has a flexible mandate to invest across the capital structure in control-oriented investments, ranging from strategic financing to buyouts, allowing us to implement innovative investment strategies that preserve invested capital and mitigate risk while driving growth and creating value. As an, inv- as an advisor to SGI Partners, I help identify investment targets in my geographical area. Now on to this fantastic new episode. Uh, in today's episode, my guest is Yael Tamar. She's a co-founder and co-CEO of Solid Block a blockchain platform in the real estate sector based in Tel Aviv. Yael was listed in top 25 blockchain and cryptocurrency speakers and the 100 most inspirational women in blockchain. Yael is also a fellow podcaster. The name of her podcast is Block Solid and it is a podcast about blockchain applications in the real estate. Yael, welcome to the show. How are you doing this afternoon?
1: Hi George, great, doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: So let's get started right away. If you can uh, tell us a few words about your background and uh, why did you start um, Solid Block?
1: Sure. So I am a cross between a finance person and a behavioral economist. So. Um, I have a master's in economics and an unfinished PhD and I kind of got into finance from working uh, at a broker dealer and then private equity and M&A, a little bit of financial engineering. I was always um, fascinated with the ability to create new asset classes and new financial products um, and on the same token, I'm always, um, you know, have this uh, sense of uh, justice and you know, everybody should have equality. everybody should have access to the same opportunities, the same products. And it, it, to me, real estate is the industry where uh, a lot of this is unequal because most investors don't have access to the same amazing products that a lot of the institutions and, uh, you know, uh, professional investors have. So that's where Solid Block, basically Solid idea came came from. Um, yeah, I was in the in the blockchain industry for a few years, um, and then I understood that this technology can be used to democratize industries such as real estate. Um, I created a company that that had a different name from Solid Block, uh, and upon researching the competition, I stumbled upon Solid Block, which was actually started by my brilliant co-founder Yuval Wurzberger. Uh, who also understood the trend of uh, being able to apply blockchain financing to illiquid assets such as real estate. Um, and so uh, I joined him and uh, about two years ago, and, and that's, uh, you know, solid Block since then was uh, basically two of us working on educating the industry on getting uh, real estate sponsors on board and so on.
0: Is it possible to turn a house into an NFT?
1: Uh, well, you can issue an NFT that is uh, backed by a property, right? So nft would basically nFT is a standard is a token, a token standard that you can issue to signify someone's ownership of an asset. So you can do that for a painting, you can do that for a car. you can do that for a house. So technically, let's say I, if I own a house, George, I can, uh, issue an NFT and technically sell that to you. Uh, so you could, you could, uh, earn the proceeds from the house, let's say from rental and stuff like that. However, that's a very tricky process right now, just because NFTs are very, very new and we still need to understand the legal implications. You know, what if I don't give you the rent, you know, from my, 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 uh, my residence and so on. Right. And what happens if you want to sell it? Right. So there's still a lot of, um, things that have to be worked out, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend anybody to go out and run and buy an NFT. By contrast between what, you know, what you can do with NFTs, which actually is a great tool and hopefully the industry will create the standard, um, we're doing something a little bit different at Sala Block, is where we take a very traditional process of securitization, extremely traditional. You, you can go right now and invest in a security that's backed by property. That, that we're not reinventing the wheel. What we're adding is a blockchain layer so that if you did invest, you now can actually trade your security peer to peer, right? So that's, you know, for us, it was super important to take a process that already exists because the market, real estate market is a super traditional market. If you're gonna add a bunch of layers of complexity, it's not gonna work out well. So we want to take a plain manila process to add the blockchain, And then, you know, add incredible value. And then once that's accepted, we can move on to NFTs. We can move on to hardcore things like DeFi and stuff like that.
0: So uh, your platform works only for investors or does it also work for someone that wants to buy a a piece of uh, real estate for their own?
1: Uh, That's a great question, George. Um, Actually in the future, we're planning to support uh, such functions as well. but right now we are only working for fractional investment, uh, investors who are investing for the purpose of uh, making a return. right. So either it can be a yield. So you know they're making a certain return every quarter or or every month or every year depending on the security or they are relying on the value add for that security meaning it's a project in development and they're looking to receive a big payout in the end right but of course the price of the token will rise and they will be able to sell it before the project is even completed right mm-hmm. uh, at a hopefully at a profit so that's what we're allowing our users to do. There are other great companies that actually have technology that facilitates the transaction itself. It's very, very tricky right now, again, because the regulators have not identified all of the issues, but I, you know, look into Propi. I really like that company, and I think they're doing a great job with us.
0: So every piece of real estate that you have on your platform is a different token?
1: Yes, absolutely. Either each each asset, we have have, um, tokens that are backed by one asset. It usually is a large commercial asset. Sometimes it's backed by a portfolio of assets. Why do we have portfolios of assets? Because sometimes what people want to invest is a brand or a vision or a company that goes out and acquires assets. For example, we have a great portfolio of medical centers centers for detox from alcohol and opiate addiction. So what they do is they have several partners that are operators that that they have agreements with that rent these properties. And then they go out and they invest in special properties with special characteristics that will be um, occupied by those tenants that they have agreements with. So there is no need to issue a separate token for each property that we actually issue one token that that gives a certain yield, um, you know, uh, to investors every quarter.
0: And what is the name of that token?
1: So um, detox digital, I believe. Detox digital token.
0: Okay, so it has a fixed price uh, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you share the price with us?
1: I'm not sure that I can, but, um, you know, investors can go onto our website, uh, co and find out after signing up for the marketplace.
0: Okay. Uh, so the name is Detox Token. Did I get that right? Yes. Is it on, on uh, the Ethereum blockchain or is it in another yes. blockchain?
1: It, okay. On Ethereum. We are using Ethereum right now. Actually, you know, I, I have to correct myself. It's called Detox Digital Property Portfolio. Detox Digital Property Portfolio. That's the name of the token.
0: Okay, so can someone um uh, where where can someone buy it? Can can they buy it only from your platform or is it traded some I mean it's on the Ethereum so can anyone buy it with a MetaMask uh, wallet?
1: So that's a great question George. Technically they can buy, the token can be listed anywhere, um, but um, basically in order to buy it, the users have to undergo KYC, AML and accreditation on our platform. So at the end of the day, they have to register for our, our platform. Uh, the way that our tokens work, you know, we're, they're very similar to traditional ERC-20s that you're used to if you're investing in an ICO. The difference between that and what we do is that we have what's called the whitelist, the secure list, because we are, at the end of the day, um, you know, we are producing securities. Security token is just a security that is um, sold in a digital format. So because it is a security, we are liable. You know, we we are you know we are um, required to have users go through KYC, AML, know your customer, and uh, anti money laundering and accreditation check. So, for the uh, primary sale, for the primary sale, the initial sale, they would in the end have to register on our platform. So, they can just go on solidblog.co and buy the token there. Um, they can alternatively, will obviously list on various other exchanges and, and uh, listing websites. And then at the end, they'll we'll have to go. Now, for the secondary sale, it's going to be quite different actually, because we will have a list of uh, approved KYC AML providers um, that will uh, be allowed to check the users for uh, for the secondary sale. And that that's where we partner with a lot of different exchanges to, to facilitate.
0: Okay, so you will have your own uh, real estate agents, if we can uh, say it as an example.
1: Um, we don't hire real estate agents per se, but we have um, partners that are uh, well-versed in real estate, they're experts in real estate. We are experts in finance and technology uh, and structuring of the deal, right? Our partners are the ones that scout the properties, buy the properties appraise you know, they do all the heavy lifting, which at the end of the day is responsible for the income. We are making this, these properties that these wonderful professionals are managing buying and managing we're making them available to investors globally
0: so what is the grand vision of solid block is it that uh, all real estate in the world will be tokenized and be sold on on your platform
1: i think um, whether we want it or not all real estate at the end of the day all commercial investable real estate will be tokenized, right? So the big market, all real estate, if you take all of real estate, that's $300 trillion. But that also includes a lot of single family homes, a lot of real estate that's owned by governments and so on that doesn't get invested in. If you're talking about investable commercial real estate, that's $32 trillion. So that's the number of more or less of what we want to be put on the blockchain. You know, obviously we have uh, amazing companies other than Solid Block that are doing what we do, right? So between us, we'll have these projects listed. However, what I do envision for Solid Block is for us to be a financial services platform, which not only creates tokens but also services them. What does that mean? Imagine, imagine or consider traditional banking services, which are loans, right? Which are credits, payments right, and so on. Um, so what we will do uh, is enable collateralization of these tokens to issue loans. We'll create stable coins uh, or index coins that follow certain index index funds for real estate, right? So we'll, we'll be able to create derivatives so additional financial products, uh, you know, and and, obvi- and obviously the stable coins or index coins can be used for payment. So with a host of services, we can also accept tokens that fit our standards that have been created by other platforms, right? So at the end of the day, I do want to have to provide value and service for all of the tokenized real estate out there.
0: Um, Tell us if you can an example, Um, perhaps not a real example of your clients, but an example of a real estate piece. Um, How many people will be able to purchase, say, Uh, building
1: yeah so there is no limit but usually you in the primary phase you don't expect to have over 100 investors because then you're going to have a big overhead in terms of accounting tax reports and things like that so uh, consider a 10 million dollar opportunity where let's say an owner owns a commercial mall and then they get you know, their usual return and they're just sitting on that property. They're not doing anything with it, right? So what they can do <clears throat> is they can tokenize it and let us investors come in and get some benefit, right? From that, from that building. Um and when we come in, he offers us some sort of a split on the return, right? So uh what I what what I believe will happen is that for that 10 million you probably have around Um, A hundred, a few hundred investors in the beginning, investing slightly higher sums. And then uh, in the secondary market, once this project goes into the secondary market, then you'll have thousands of investors by exchanges and other platforms that are equipped to handle that amount of investors.
0: So like who decides if uh, this building is going to be sold or not? And uh, who decides how much the rent is going to be? the income, who decides on those uh, uh, decisions? Who makes the decisions?
1: Yeah, so the building is a business. So right now the decisions are made by the business owner and the owner of that business is an issuer, right? So that issuer, the, the owner of the building will also have an asset manager. Um, the asset manager decides on the rents and decides on other things in the in, in the project, right? Uh, So, and the investors that are coming in, they're actually passive, they're passive investors they are getting income, we have not added any governance layer right now because I think it would really complicate the business of real estate, which is again very traditional we don't want to complicate it right now. I think in the future in two to three years we'll be able to also see some sort of a decentralized organization a version of a DAO or at least voting mechanism for investors in case, at least in case of default, non-payment, things like that, that the investors can vote on. And, and, and right now we are um, representatives of all of the investors because we come into every project as a partner. So we have a say and we have a voice. So we represent the investors at in this moment.
0: So would your startup be converted to a DAO at some point in the future? Do you see that happening?
1: I don't foresee that anytime soon, although I have to say, well, number one, we will have a security token offering of our own, of solid block, uh, probably in around six months or so. Um, that's that's the first where investors will be able to come in and have liquid shares. A lot of people requested that. Um, but in terms of decentralized governance, uh, uh, I believe that a startup definitely needs to have a captain, and you know, at the head of the ship, um, we are a very horizontal organization. As, as as we manage our employees, they have a lot of responsibility, and uh, you know that. And I really, I am a big, big fan of horizontal organizations. I have yet to see a very well functioning DAO that allows for technology, for cutting edge tech, to be developed. So. Um, I, I would love to see and explore that can work for a startup and uh, see how we can implement steps to doing that. However, what it, your question actually segues me into a really really important part. Uh, solid Block. At the end of the day, we're a tech startup, but we also have a marketplace, right? So, or an, I would I should say investment bank is a better definition for what we do, right? So we have an investment bank practice in tech. I don't think that DAO um, model is good for for the tech. However, for the investment bank, it's actually perfect because we don't want to be the decision makers necessarily on which projects go into the system and which projects get funded and so on and so forth. So actually our next step for 2022 is to decentralize solid block to create the first decentralized investment bank focused on real estate and have a, a permissioned, blockchain ecosystem where the nodes will be governed by institutions that invest in real estate. And they will bid and decide which projects get invested in. And they will also get the trading fees or a portion of the trading fees when they go public.
0: So in this scenario, you will not have to go out and uh, reach to the owners of the buildings or real estate uh, units and uh, the ask them or tell them uh, the opportunity to tokenize their assets on your platform?
1: So that's a great question. So no, actually, ultimately, most of the projects that are happening today are because the owners want to tokenize. So ultimately, you need the owner's permission and the owner's will to tokenize. Usually, they're looking for money, so they're happy to do that. However, there is one um, possible scenario where uh, owner, you know, where uh, if I own a big portion of a building, let's say I own a ten million dollars worth of my investments in a certain project, and that was, um, um, you know, according to my conditions of my agreement with them, I can resell my shares. Um, I can actually tokenize just the ten million of my holdings and have my own syndicate, right? So we have to look at the terms and conditions of the investment. And if that's allowed, then I can actually tokenize a portion of of, uh, of my my portion of investment, right? So uh, again, it's tricky in terms of legal, but uh, I believe that in the world of VCs and startup investment, that definitely is possible. So let's say a VC invested $50 million in a startup, he wants to sell pre-IPO, we can, and actually tokenize, <clears throat>
0: potentially tokenize uh, that, that investment. So let's take an example from the side of the token holder. Uh, say, for example, there's a, a person in Singapore, they mm-hmm. have like uh, a thousand bucks to yeah. invest and they decide if they are going to buy uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum or a part of a building in, say, New York. Uh, let's entertain this scenario and uh, is that like a feasible scenario is that uh, something yeah. that is going that you are absolutely. going to enable with the solid block
1: absolutely so uh you know if they're up for a risking high potentially high yielding or uh, you know investment then you you might opt for bitcoin ethereum but a lot of people actually when they realize the gains from Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're looking for to put their money into something safer, uh, but yet liquid. So that would be our products. Um, you know, it's still at the end of the day, real estate. There is uh, a cap on how much you can gain. There is also a cap on how much you can lose. So uh, I think it's a great option for someone who's looking for a more stable returns. Um,
0: so your business is based in Tel Aviv. And uh, where are the real estate units you are working with? Are they in Tel Aviv or are are they anywhere?
1: Yeah, so we are actually a U.S. company and we are focused heavily on the U.S. We happen to live in Tel Aviv or around Israel because we like the weather and the lifestyle. And, you know, uh, and also uh, Israel is a startup nation, as you, you may have heard. We have a lot of talent here, and but you know, in terms of the price or the uh, you know uh, the ability to keep the costs low in a startup, we're way way below the Silicon Valley, for example. So it's a great place to actually have a startup, but it's not a, the best market necessarily because um, you know in, in the United States compared to the United States where um, securities market is highly developed, even. You know, and that's why the financial market is super developed in the U.S. because uh, the regulation actually is much more involved and um, people in the and also the real estate sector. There's so many benefits in the real estate sector that everybody is involved in real estate. Um, so it's it's very uh, uh, it's it's a very good market for us. We do have some European activity as well, uh, and uh, uh, you know. We have some employee, we have a, a team in India and a, and a team in Minsk and Belarus, uh, you know. So we, we are a global company in a way because we're trying to keep the costs down, but yet, you know, most of the management and, and uh, core team is here in Israel.
0: So since we are primarily a venture capital uh, show, uh, let me ask you a little bit about your investors. First, uh, are you a venture-backed uh, startup? And uh, where are the investors from? And uh, are you thinking of uh, raising sometime soon?
1: Yeah, that, that thought has crossed my mind once or twice. Um, no, actually we are in the middle of a seed round. We had um, our first investor as a prop tech VC called Built-Up Ventures, followed by Um, several other real estate and uh, investors who put some money in and um, a few angels um, as well as um, a US-based VC, Practical VC. We have a great, you know, we have been a part of two awesome accelerators, Hope Accelerator run by the Holden family office and Expert Dojo. Um, we, We had some, yeah, some really, really skilled and amazing angels who joined the round. And now we are working with uh, some blockchain funds to complete. We have another um, million to go, assuming the $500,000 deal goes through this month. Um, So yeah, so if if anybody is interested in joining around, they can definitely reach out to me about the details. Um, I think that we're two, three weeks away from the closing. The market is, fantastic and um you know the crypto market every time crypto market is heating up then there's a lot of uh, also a lot a lot more demand for what we do
0: do you think the crypto market is currently heating up
1: that's what it looks like i mean it's definitely up and down but um you know uh, it it seems like we're on a good streak
0: Mm -hmm. so are you able to freely talk about your Post-money valuation.
1: I don't think we're allowed to on the, in a public forum. Uh, we're this we're a seed stage company, so that that kind of can give you an indication.
0: So is seed seed stage uh, numbers similar to uh, Silicon Valley seed stage numbers? Yeah,
1: probably lower than Silicon Valley, and also a little lower than. Um, a lot of the companies in our industry just because I think that the valuation numbers are really inflated lately and there's a lot of money in the market. And I personally don't want to make a mistake of taking valuation that's way too high and then um, not being able to sufficiently raise the valuation on the next round when we actually need big capital uh, to scale. So, you know, know, I've I've been down this route a few times and I've also... Uh, done private equity and worked for a VC, um, you know, in investment firms and so on. So I'm trying to be careful and kind of planning our next steps for, for future rounds.
0: So your startup has two CEOs, as I understand.
1: Yeah, right. Is
0: that uh, difficult in hard times? Who decides?
1: We haven't had any dis- disagreements of that sort. And not to ha- not to say that we don't have disagreements, but we always come to a consensus. Actually, I, I like it because we we talk it out and make uh, good and educated decisions. We have three people on the board of directors, so uh, it's me, my co-founder, uh, co CEO, and also our investor. So ultimately, if it does come to uh, like an impasse, there will be a way to make a decision. Uh, and then at the end of the day, it's not necessarily the CEO that decides; it's the board that decides, right? So, um, ultimately, you do need to have a, a captain and maybe a co-captain who leads the ship. If you are still going with the ship analysis, I think that's because I'm into ships right now. I'm doing; I'm gonna start a skipper course soon, so that's why I'm <laughs> I'm all into that. But basically, we we focus on different things. I focus on. Um, I guess, uh, execution and management, uh, fundraising, sales and marketing. And my co-founder is focused on um, project execution, compliance, uh, also sales with different different leads, um, you know, some legal matters and so on. Uh, so, so, so I think that we're well, kind of well spread, right? Because we have like a ton of legal work, you know, happening at the same time with, a few deals that are closing. So it's good to have somebody who has your back in a different, you know, so you don't drop those balls. You know, Some we do have an incredible team, you know, a a director of operations and partnerships and, you know, CTO, like they're all fantastic and they're handling things, but it's always good to have, you know, somebody of your um, kind of, of this caliber and entrepreneur mentality that it is your business, you know? So I don't know, usually have co-founders but in, in, in our case, I don't know if titles are really uh, all that important nowadays, like in a startup specifically, where more, what's more important to me is the level of responsibility and the area of responsibility. And, and that kind of goes along with running a more horizontal organization.
0: So as we reach the end of our conversation today, Jael, I would like to ask you, as an expert in tokenization, besides real estate where else would you see um, your services uh, be applied successfully
1: so we like the commodities and we like you know oil gas sustainable you know green energy i think that that area is specifically perfect for tokenization and uh, that said we can also tokenize private equity and, and companies Uh, right now I don't think I would go into things like art or luxury goods or something like that just because there's a lot of hype around that area but you know I, I think that any illiquid asset that has a lot of demand and a lot of demand for liquidity right like if I own a Picasso painting very you know I don't know how many people actually go and deposit that and take cash but if I own piece of real estate or I own, uh, you know, a green energy farm, like it's very, very sensible that I'm going to want to leverage that and uh, take the cash and go build other businesses. Uh Uh,
0: Any final words for uh, entrepreneurs who are uh, thinking of uh, raising money for their startups?
1: Wow. So uh, apparently the right now there's so much money in the market so it's easy to get it if you are of an appropriate stage and traction, right? Because because there's a great competition for amazing companies. Uh, I think investors kind of tend to look at you and say, "Okay, do you have all the parameters that I'm looking for?" And don't spend that much time with you anymore. They usually the investment cycles are very quick. They they just want you know get the check mark. They like the team. Now, raising money globally is not an issue. It used to be like you want, they needed you to be based like in their town or in their state, like if it's in the US. Right now, like you really have to get those checks going, uh, like, you know, traction. They want to see the have revenues, investor um, or client reviews, things like that. So metrics. So all of that is super, super important. And you can build relationships with people online. But of course there's nothing like uh, meeting them in person so i usually go and like i take a new town and i go out and i meet a lot of people people are super responsive on linkedin when you want to meet them so and if anybody has any specific questions for me i'd be happy to to help offline you know reach out to me on linkedin uh, or email yael at uh twitter you know uh, any any media pretty much
0: Yaël, yeah, thank you for sharing your insights It has been a pleasure.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, George. Have an awesome day.